So Demon Slayer. This episode is more about training and getting your shit together and it gave me some hope in a hopeless world. I noticed at the very beginning that the voice acting on the Blaziken guy is real weird. Like, it sounds like everything he says is he's full of shit about. Like, I believe him that everything is going to shit and he might have to go fight a, you know, a demon. I just mean like he's hiding his emotions very obviously and the way he talks all, everything is great. No, it's not great. This guy's hiding some deep, deep, dark secrets just by the way he talks. We kind of get that kind of information about like maybe all the Hashira are doing that. Tanjiro's like, hey, butterfly girl, you smell real angry all the time. So I think that they're all trying really hard to hide it. And since Tanjiro can fucking smell it, I'm sure the other Hashira know that the other Hashira are full of baloney as far as like their emotions anyway. That they're putting on a front for the master who can't really see them, he can only hear them. And I think that so they're using their voices and their tones to kind of portray like a different side of themselves so that he doesn't think otherwise like they're only putting on their customer service voices for him and they've been doing it for so long that they're just stuck like that now Zenitsu's like oh man Tanjiro's medicine doesn't look like it tastes like ass and they're like yeah because Tanjiro's medicine isn't the same as yours like yeah he had a fucked up jaw and it's helping him heal faster probably and probably just like a painkiller like milk of the poppy or some shit but you need arm growy back medicine and I get him, like, up here in Canada, they have this, and I'm sure other places too, because my mom recognized the name, but they have this fucking medicine, this cold medicine, that it tastes so goddamn bad that it's part of the marketing that it tastes fucking bad, and it's like, oh, you'll be fine, just take some of this nasty ass shit, and it's like, look, I'd rather fucking have the cold than take that medicine ever again, I get it, but at the same time, this medicine is vital for fixing your arms and legs, <laughs> when you drink the cold medicine here, it's like, it's bullshit. Like, you're gonna, you get over your cold in the same amount of time you would have without the medicine. It's just like a placebo effect. Like, here, drink this medicine. It'll, you'll think that it's working because it tastes so goddamn bad. But it's just, it's just gross shit in a bottle <laughs> that we threw together. We found the grossest shit imaginable and we put it in this bottle. And it tastes so bad you think it's medicine. But this medicine that you're taking it into is literally the shit that's gonna grow your arms back. So stop being stupid and take it. I get it though, like hold your nose, pinch your nose and then swallow it down. You know, maybe invest in a syringe and a way to inject that shit into his veins because he ain't drinking it. And you gotta figure out a different way to get him to take it. But then again, sometimes you're just like, fuck it, we're gonna give up. We're not gonna, if you don't wanna help yourself, we're not gonna force you to be helped. But then again, they do need badass demon slayers, so they might have no choice since they're running out of good demon slayers anyway. They have these little bumpers between each thing, a little segment and stuff. Oh my God, never show me Inosuke's again if it's gonna be sad as fuck. It was too sad. I couldn't handle it. The Demon Slayers go through re rehab training, and it's pretty easy. You know, you get stretched out to, you know, limber up. You play a splash water game. And it's not even water. It's medicated water. So I'm sure it feels good when you get splashed in your face. And then you get to um, play tag, which if your fucking bones were broken, like these guys, I can see that being, like, the worst thing ever. But Zenitsu is looking at it like, you could touch girls. What is the goddamn problem? And he goes through the stretching, loves that shit. Goes through the touching their hands and grabbing the water, loves that shit. Because when Zenitsu is focused and his breathing takes over, he becomes a different person. Speaking of when his breathing takes over, I've been writing him in my notes as Steamy Zenitsu, and I, we need a new name. Steamy Zenitsu's not gonna work. But when he gets his shit together, he's like a different dude. So if only we can kind of folk, make him focus like that on everything. Maybe you just have to dangle girls in front of him the whole time. Is that how Master Roshi trains? Like, you put a nudie mag in, on a treadmill and Master Roshi goes and chases it? That's how he gets strong? Maybe that's what we need to do. Get like one of those 
really sexy Japanese art. And they say that's like the beginning of hentai is like this really old ink drawn, hand drawn, naughty art. And I'm sure that stuff's around by this point in time in the show because they're like in the industrial era, it looks like. Yeah, just fucking get him one of those, tie it to something, and then Zenitsu's gonna take training seriously. Hell, tell him he can only fucking get stretched out by the second ladies if he takes his medicine. There's ways. There's ways to make him do stuff now that we know his weakness. The other two decide to stop going to training because fuck it. The only person going now is Tanjiro, and he's actually getting something out of it. These three girls teach him, like, secrets because they're like, you know what, Tanjiro is really cool. We like him. He's busting his ass. Let's let's throw him a bone. Hey, you have to be breathing all the time. And he's like, no, that's great. I do that already, thank you. And they're like, no, like, the total concentration, like, water breathing shit. You gotta do that shit constantly. And he's like, that's like the Kaoken attack, bro. Every time I use it, it hurts. And they're like, well, fucking, that little flower girl could do it. And he's like, well, I gotta fucking get on my shit. So he gets on it and he he tries his best to try to hone that. And he he's like, look, I gotta do more training. So he does more training and he picks up his training to be more of his own shit. Like, yeah, when he's not being trained by these people for rehab, he's doing his own shit. And he's getting out there, he's getting it. He's training his lungs during the day by doing cardio. And then at night he does his meditations. And the way, he, the things he says are very motivational. You know, they've definitely helped. And it's good to hear, like... I don't know, It's maybe that's one of the reasons I like watching animes. They go, hey look, everything is shitty, but you just gotta put one foot in front of the other. Like, Tanjiro was giving off some advice today. Like, and I think advice is the name of the game as far as this week's anime goes. Like, that's on theme, I think. Because on Fruits Basket, we had um, Sugare going, hey, you know what, if shit seems insurmountable, take it one step at a time. And here we have Tanjiro pretty much saying the same thing. Hey look, if all else fails, go back to basics. And uh, I've been doing that with my art, honestly. Um, I've been having trouble with my art. I tried to draw something a, a couple months ago and it just was not working. And I got really down in the dumps about it. And then I said, basics time. Time to relearn anatomy. Oh boy, how much fun is that? It's not fun. It's terrible. Another thing that pushes him is seeing what the other people are doing. And I think that that's a good way to get Inosuke training anyway. It's like showing them these gourds. Like, oh yeah, her breath could bust one of these gourds. And these are special gourds that are harder to, to like fucking do anything with. And he's like, you gotta burst a gourd? This shit is difficult. Oh, then these are special hard gourds. And this is the one she's blowing up. And then so now he has competition. So he's like, now, you know what? I gotta catch up. You know, I'm gonna push myself. And I think those are like those the three tenets of like getting good. And it's, it feels, I don't know, it feels good to see something like that. It, it get, definitely gets me pumped up to go and start my day and do the stuff that I gotta do. Because, oh boy, there's several times where I just feel like giving up. And then you watch an anime like this and they're like, no, keep going. And I'm like, yeah. It feels like that one guy that's the fisherman, he's in the water and he's like, hey, don't give up. And I'm like, yeah, fisherman, if you could be out there in that cold ass water getting fish, I could fucking work on my cardio and my basic anatomy drawing skills. Yeah. Thanks, Tanjiro, for kind of like pushing me and helping me understand why I like anime so much, especially like shown in anime. Uh, also, like the other chick that's doing training, the, the littlest Mothra is like, fuck them. If they don't want training, fuck them. And Tanjiro t decides, I'm going to teach them what I learned doing my own training. They're not ready yet. I'm ready. I'm going to help them. And the Mothra is like, yo, that's actually pretty noble of you. Your kind of like nobility and your kind heart reminds me of my sister. Who got murdered by demons, by the way. Because Tanjiro's like, hey, you smell real angry. And she's like, oh shit, he found out that I'm wearing a mask of... The smile's a mask. And as well, my sister really liked my smile. And she got murdered by demons. But she believed humans and demons could live together. And even though it pisses me off... And I'm not really that good, keen on the idea. My sister believed in this, so I'm gonna try. I really enjoyed this. This episode, it was a down uh, time episode. It wasn't much demon fighting, but considering the kind of state of mind I was in going into the show, it helped severely. I mean, sometimes that's all you can ask for. So, Demon Slayer, 
This episode did a lot to pack a lot of stuff into training episodes, which are usually pretty boring. You get to find out what kind of training he's doing and watch him do it, but it's not like your typical boring training montage it's actually there's story bits crammed into there and there's and there's character bits in there also so at the very beginning of this episode tanjiro tells the girls there y'all want to beat me while i sleep and they're like yeah sure whatever it's to help him keep his concentration breathing if you like you walked in on somebody watching this anime and that's the first scene you saw you were like what's the rating on this show his training is coming along he's doing excellent with what he's doing his friends don't want none however um anosuke snoring sounds like a fucking monster he sounds like a chainsaw when he sleeps but you know maybe he's doing total concentration beast breathing while he's sleeping sinitsu's bird comes to him and tells him that he's lame and that he needs to step it the fuck up and he's like why don't you lie to me i'm not gonna lie to you i'm a bird i don't have a concept for lying unless it's like playing dead because of a predator that's it that's it it's the only time i would lie they go to training but they're like eh about it until mothra pretty much says hey inosuke that sounds like you a bitch and Inosuke's like, I ain't no bitch. So Inosuke, spurred on by being called a bitch, goes and starts working out super hard. And Zenitsu, being cheered on by a cute girl, is spurred on to training. Mothra knows how to talk to people. The baby Mothra there, she was like, I don't I don't have time for it. No. She is like, hey, look, I'm going to help them grow. And we learn that this is kind of how her sister was. She becoming her sister. Or she's taking the most positive parts of her sister into herself. And we see um, baby Mothra there flipping a coin. It's like, oh, she has a coin. That's cute. I thought she was going to throw the coin in in the well. But no, she's making a decision because she had a hard-ass life. One of the ways she knows how to make decisions now is because the mother moth has given her a coin. It's, hey, if you ever have any indecision, here you go. Here's a two-faced complex to kind of get you out of your your rut and help you decide. Because, like, Mothra was like, hey, you don't want to train with these guys? They're doing some pretty good shit since they were in your, like, graduating class. And she's probably thinking, like, I know more than you you know what carry on the stuff that they're doing she already knows she already do twice as much as that because like all of her time is spent training it looks like she doesn't look like she does much demon haunting unless the black belts get called in for something and she she tags along two swords makers come with new swords for inosuke and tanjiro tanjiro is super excited to see him i think tanjiro is just happy to see faces he recognizes because he kind of had that whole everybody i knew was dead kind of thing but seeing faces he recognizes is a nice boost to his morale only thing is you broke this guy's swords and he's real sensitive about that shit so he just comes over there and beats his ass like you broke my fucking swords then inosuke gets new swords they turn gray which was really cool and then inosuke is like great excellent i'm gonna smash these up and serrate them so that i can cut through steak easier <laughs> and by steak i mean hard demon hide i get what he's doing if a rock is all that it takes to to break these swords up how good are they but then again maybe they're fresh or nosuke knows how to hit them the right way to kind of get them serratus but not break them i'm giving him a lot of benefit of the doubt here also there's looney tunes type music while um the swords maker is beating up tanjiro and it's so weird and out of place in an anime that it's refreshing like i don't know i never knew that i wanted looney tune-esque silly orchestral music in a scene before in anime tanjiro learns that fire breathing and flame breathing are different and i'm like are they though and she's like look it's not up to me people get real testy about the about the pronunciation of these things and you're like ah okay gotcha the wording is makes people real weird she's like oh talk to um blaziken when you see him again about this and he's like cool i'll talk to blaziken nezuko's still sleeping and it's like yeah she was hung upside down and almost ringed out of all of her blood she needs to sleep for a good while she'll probably be asleep until inosuke and zenitsu are ready to go and all healed up and ready to split there is a train which is like yeah okay at first i was surprised but then i was like no no it makes sense the time that this is taking place in but there's a demon on that train and then i thought about it i was like wait a minute isn't there like a a movie like a demon slayer movie that recently came out 
where they're on like an infinity train, kind of like the show of the same name and that episode of Adventure Time, which I think that show of the same name is based on, which is probably based on Snowpiercer. Infinity trains are like popular now. Well, they've been popular for the last like five years or so. I think this is the season wrapping up into a movie. I'm not sure. I'm, th I'm definitely going to see the movie because I do remember seeing some people posting like uh trailers from the movie and it's blaziken and tanjiro on an on a train and it's like infinity train so i don't know uh, i'm definitely looking forward to seeing it because the more the merrier uh and it's definitely when when anime finally slows the fuck down and i catch up to all of it <laughs> i will definitely go back and watch those full Metal alchemist movies too and talk about those because apparently some of those are canon we're almost done with demon slayer damn how am i gonna get my fix of this dope ass theme song i'll probably just make it my ringtone honestly demon slayer this season of Demon Slayer was constructed so well. We'll get to that at the very end, but man, I just love the way it was constructed. At the beginning of this episode, we go into like this MC Escher house is where like where Michael Jackson lives. Probably what people will call Neverland Ranch as well. Like a fucking MC Escher painting. And Tanjiro wakes up in just the best fucking mood. He's like, let's work out all fucking day. There's no OP for this episode. Even though it slaps like a motherfucker, you're just like huh that's interesting but you're like oh yeah it's the final episode something must be up the op might hit in the middle of the episode like right before commercial break so i was sitting there waiting and waiting for it but then got so entranced in the story that i forgot that i was supposed to be waiting for it michael jackson takes the form of a woman and i'm, I'm sorry that voice coming out of a woman was just it was so cool he's what he wants what are you gonna tell him you gonna tell him no he can't he's a pretty lady now and it's probably a good idea to change your form once in a while especially when a demon slayer lays their eyes on you but then once you speak and that like buttery ass smooth voice comes out, they're like, that's him, that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm gonna say the prisoner from The Simpsons also moves on. Just change his form, whatever. He's a prisoner in The Simpsons now. And he secretly conscripted Homer into the demon, demon ranks. This is like a meeting. So like who gets a promotion, who gets a pink slip. Feast are fired. Everybody's sitting around freaking out. And he's like, all right, all you motherfuckers freaking out, y'all gotta go. So he kills them one by one with a grand show that I didn't think was necessary. It just felt like, why are you doing this? Why are you grandstanding? Why don't you just fucking kill them and move on to grandstand and do all that shit to kind of like get them to freak out so that he can know which ones are the ones to kill because at first i was a little bit annoyed but then i was like no this fits his character even though it's annoying he's the bad guy he's not supposed to be enjoyable <laughs> also he has soul edge in his arm and he just kind of kills people with it there's a scene in the mc escher house where a demon tries to run away and i'm like this is another case for using cg instead of hand-drawn animation can you imagine hand drawing that scene i don't know how the mangaka actually who, who you know when, when he's drawing the demon slayer manga managed to draw this mc escher house and this scene of the running i don't i don't understand it it sounds like a ridiculous undertaking like you're really happy to see an anime get picked up by a really good studio that's going to animate the shit out of it when you see your your favorite anime like when you found out that like if you're really a big fan of my hero academia before that shit got picked up for instance and you found out studio bones was doing it you're like yes yes and it must be a bummer to see an anime you're really excited about get picked up by a by somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing sometimes anime is just like a slice of life shit and you don't really need the really ridiculous amounts of animation that like a shonen anime requires so you can kind of put those on to like up-and-coming studios that don't really have their footing i'm so glad that whatever studio this is uh, they got this because i'm not sure which studio got it did in fact get it because this is amazing this episode was constructed was so fucking good like the layout of how this everything was paced and the way this was ha this episode was handled was so masterfully done. It felt like a finale of a series. And I'm thinking back to like shows that didn't do that, like Legend of Korra. Season two was just like, wow, what the fuck happened? And you hear the horror stories about the production of season two, and then you kind of forgive it a little bit. But this show looks like it was given all the time it needed 
to do what it needed to do and to dovetail perfectly into a movie just so good i can't praise this enough the way this was formatted we also find out that michael jackson can read thoughts because of course he can he gives the position to this demon that's just enamored with pain and suffering i feel like toga from my hero academia could get along really well with this demon they're very much the same like archetype He's like look i don't need 12 y'all gonna be fuck ups but this just means he's gonna go out and look for more demons i'm impressed also by the manga ka going here's a bunch of designs that i'm willing to just immediately destroy and get rid of in one episode in one viewing for me that's like oh my god I, this design was really cool and you're telling me i gotta i gotta get rid of him i, I just made him he's pretty he's beautiful like destroying my babies is like the hardest thing to do when i'm writing so i could imagine this guy just coming up with all these really cool character designs and then just they're gone bye it's infinity train time is what they're told by the bird the bird's like infinity train time bitch time for the movie tanjiro gets up and he's like yeah i can't wait to be in this movie you're gonna see it right and i'm like well there's a global situation that makes uh, actually watching movies um like that really difficult and they're like it's fine it won't be out till october and you're like oh okay that gives me lots of time to watch other stuff before i used to be like i can't believe this anime is ending and now it's like that's fine there's so much of it that i'm okay with losing this one uh because it means i get to watch b stars now so tanjiro is a sweet boy and everyone he interacts with is blessed with his presence he talks to the chick that's like look i wasn't good enough to be a demon slayer so i'm here helping people now i'm a doctor now because I couldn't be a cop or whatever. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to carry your your feelings into battle. So it's like, you're with me. That's the sweetest shit I've ever fucking heard, Tanjiro. Then he goes to um, Baby Moth, the one who has the Two-Face complex. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? When she flips a coin, he's like, she's like, this is how I make decisions. And he's like, uh, you don't follow your heart? And she's like, I don't, I don't understand. And he's like, okay, how about this? He pulls some Fey logic and goes, if I flip this coin... And it lands on heads. You're gonna follow your heart. So he does it and gives it to her. And she's like, whoa, what the fuck? You got it? You got what you wanted out of the coin flip? That's fucking crazy. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I would have flipped it over and over until I got it. And she doesn't, that concept doesn't exist to her. She's like, you could do that? And he's like, yeah, that's following your heart. All right, bye. And that fucks her up. Like, it changed her whole her whole lifestyle. And I think that that's going to be a pivotal moment in that character. And maybe we'll see her in future episodes just doing her own thing because she realizes that she can. Tanjiro is so impressive that Mothra there goes to Matthew Mercer and is like, look, he's the guy I'm putting on this case. I believe in him so much. Matthew Mercer's like, yo, real talk? So do I. And then they all pop their gourds. Everybody's doing such great training. Everybody's proud of them. And Tanjiro even like ha tries to be nice to the motherfucker that is his Vegeta who like purposefully shoulder tackled him. And he's like, hey, it was nice seeing you. It's good to know that you're okay. And he just keeps walking. I bet that warmed his heart a little bit, but he's not showing it because he's walking. But I bet he had a little smirk like, oh, Tanjiro's really nice. Johnny Young Bosch showed up and he's like, yeah, you're going to do good on your mission. And Tanjiro's like, thanks for being awesome. You're the best. You know what? All these emotions, I can't take it. I'm going to bounce out. He bounces out because he can't deal with all the feelings. Because Tanjiro's good at making people feel things. Uh, and then they go on the train. And I'm trying to think like, okay, they're on a train. Are they going on a train to the infinity train? Because this is not the infinity train is it also we learned that hey swords are outlawed and i was like okay yes this is this era of japan where swords were outlawed because like the cops were like holy shit you have swords and also tanjiro and inosuke don't know what a train is and at first you think it's just inosuke being inosuke he was raised in the woods he doesn't know anything tanjiro's like this is probably like a great spirit beast have you not seen princess mononoke zenitsu's like are you fucking me right now are you fucking on me this is a train cindy this is train eventually they get away from the cops 
Inosuke insists on hiding his swords in his butt cleavage, and they manage to get on the train as he's leaving. So they kind of narrowly avoid the police. And I do believe they have tickets to get on the train. So if they get, you know, asked by a conductor or whatever, hey, give me your tickets, they're fine. Zenitsu also is like, hey, um, friend, are you okay with having your sister with you? You could have left her back at headquarters. This is the safest place for her. In my brain, I was like, no, it ain't. There's like two or three people in the in the Hashiro that want her dead, regardless of the fact that Matthew Mercer said not to kill her. So no, it's not the safest place. And, you know, Tanjo's like, look, she's never she's never leaving my side again you know we're together forever and i'm like this is the sweetest shit he's even sweet to his sister who can't even hear him because she's sleeping god damn tanjiro is just sweet he exists in a natural sweet form you know how like homer's like the strong must protect the sweet tanjiro is the strong and the sweet self-defense but when i was like okay this up this this show is well paced they sold up all the loose ends of this season they set you up for the movie they put that demon that got promoted on the top of the train they put all these puzzle pieces into they put all these chess pieces into perfect position for the next season to get you open and excited about a movie and it doesn't waste your fucking time and then it beautifully goes to kind of summary of the whole season in short clips there was no fucking 30 minute clip show to waste your fucking time and then they were like here's the op that you didn't get at the beginning at the end during the credits i was like this is perfect this is perfect who made this come my compliments to the chef this was fantastic. This is like if I'm at a restaurant, I'm the sh critic from Ratatouille that eats the Ratatouille and like it's flashback. Like I haven't had like a good roundup for a series or something like this since like season one of Westworld. Like this was so good. <laughs> this is the best episode of the season. The one criticism I have of this season is that it takes a little bit to get really going. Um, and it doesn't really grab you by the neck until Inosuke shows up. This is not like a situation like, there's an anime in Tip of My Tongue that took like 20 episodes to get interesting. Even though I love that show, I would never recommend it because it took like 20 episodes. It's about robot homages to the original Gundam series. It's about robots. And that show takes like 20 episodes, like I said, to get into it. I would never recommend that one. This one, I would recommend. That's it. That's the show. That's the season. Thanks for hanging out with me with this. And I'm definitely going to jump on that movie when it comes out.